God. Oh, I'm alive. I'm good. I'm alive. Wait, Dicky, you're good? Uh, what happened? Uh, yeah, someone took a shot at me, but the bullet hit this copy of Dune I had in my coat. It Holy my shit. Ass. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> it's been a week. Are you okay? <coughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, I guess we can uh, start the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, are you cool to talk maybe for like an hour or so about an episode of Burn Notice? Oh yeah, yeah. We're good. I might have broke a rib, but I'm all right. Is everyone else okay? Yeah, I gotta get. I gotta get some chapstick. I've been giving a mouth to mouth for a solid week. Yeah, we all kind of have. Like, did you not notice that? Are you? Have you been in a coma? What happened? Oh no! I just like the attention. You guys were kissing me and hugging me goodnight. Well, I don't know CPR, so, nice. so I just thought that if I gave you like a gentle hug, that that would be the same thing. Yeah, no, it was it was good. It was it was a nice week. All right, cool. Wow, yeah. better than most weeks, would you say? <laughs> well, For sure. I guess we could. Uh, I guess we could talk about burn notice now. Cool. I mean, hey, everybody! Uh, welcome to Burn After Noticing. Welcome back to Burn After Noticing. Yeah, it's wow. part two. Part two. So part two part. Jesus. Series. Yeah, scary Season. end to that. I'm sorry, not series. We still got more of this to go. Oh, season yeah. one finale. Yeah, luckily, uh, you know, we have the hindsight knowing that there were many seasons. We don't have to sit and wonder whether or not USA was going to renew it or not. Uh, there, were, Fiona was wondering for a little bit. In this <laughs> you think, episode, but we have you think so? I, I have a theory that somebody else was maybe wondering, actually. Well, I don't think anybody wanted to make it past this episode, so... <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe uh, a one and done. I have no idea, but a uh, weird start because uh, uh, Dickie's okay, but I mean, it's the season two or season part two, season one finale, I should say. How's yeah. everybody feeling? Big app, big app. It was, it was an exciting episode. It just clipped right right on by when I was watching it. Yeah, it was some, some fast. Stuff yeah. yeah um, I, had a, I had a weird weekend, so I'm glad to just get back into the, uh, yeah, the comfort of Burn Notice, the comfort and safety of Burn Notice <laughs> to keep me protected from the cruel, cruel world that is crumbling around me. Yeah, I mean, a weird start to this year. You know, we're, we're kicking off 2020, uh, you know, with more Burn Notice, but uh, it's like the safety, our safety uh, zone, really. Yeah, there was like a Burn Notice on my life this weekend. Shit got weird. Um I, uh, I almost got into a good old You say that Dickie's the one who got shot, man. Yeah, but he's fine. fine. He just said he's okay. Shut the fuck up. He's okay. He's fine. He just said he's fine. Okay. <laughs> My turn How many bullets do I got to take before somebody notices me? Oh, you burn noticed is a different podcast, but we notice you, <laughs> I burn Paul. noticed myself. Yeah, we notice yeah. you. Burn Dickie noticed. is alive through the grace of God and the power of Dune. And, and the Dune, we'll yeah. see it. Yes. Yeah. I really but, am going to have to join the Dune Reading Club now. Now that I know that the book literally saves lives. Hey, oh yeah, there's a Dune. You, you know what you got to do? You got to go to audibletrial.com/duneboys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, plugs at the top. Let's go. Yeah, no, this is actually. Yes. I'm yeah, glad exactly. you touched on that because we did forget to do plugs last week after Dicky uh, took a bullet. <laughs> we know, yeah, we did. Dicky took a bullet, and we didn't get a chance to to let you guys do plugs. So I mean, we definitely want you to plug whatever you want during this yeah. podcast. Um, okay, I mean, so like, say you want to listen to like two <laughs> privileged white men prattle on about how persecuted They're, they are. Well, I mean, if you're right already now. listening to this podcast, the answer to that is yes. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, you could also, on top of listening to this podcast, you can check out Dave Rubin's new book, which is called <laughs> Don't Burn This Book. And it's got a forward by uh, renowned fail father, Jordan Peterson. So, hey, there's something cool. 
Wow. And cut here. Yeah. And uh, cut wow. Here. This is so. I'm kind of pissed you're alive now for that plug. I was hoping you didn't have that copy in your pocket anymore. Damn. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. It turns out that that wasn't a copy of Dune. That was a copy of 12 Rules for Life. Oh, wow. Wow. It's not. It's not thick enough to b- block oh. a bullet. Oh, oh no. Man. Maybe his skull is. I'd like to know if uh, Bruce Campbell reads the audiobooks of those. Um, Burn notice books you were talking about last oh, episode. God, that would be so good. If I just bought the first book. <laughs> well, I, I, I went on Audible and I tried to find if they had any uh, uh, Burn Notice books on there, but but they didn't. But um, even still, there's lots of other good <laughs> stuff there at audibletrial.com slash Audible, Audible uh, the, the, the hosts of Burn After Noticing will read the Burn Notice books for Audible. Oh, Audible, there sponsor we go. us. We will oh, read them. Oh, shit. There I'll do it on stream. We can Folks, do it on stream. Get on Twitter. Uh, get on the social medias. Let Jeff Bezos and all of our higher overlords know that you want Burn After Noticing to read the Burn Notice books for Audible.com. Damn. I just Folks, got a new microphone. Are you tired of to the post office? No, that's <laughs> <laughs> stamps.com. Something, something, stamps.com. That's right. When you lay down and listen to this podcast, do it on your Casper mattress. Folks, Casper mattresses. I only jerk off on Casper mattresses afterwards. That's right. You know? It's great. Your, and when, like, you're, and when, and when your you come on your sheets, uh, make sure it's on the Brooklyn end. It's my go-to jerk off. You know, I don't like to. I like to separate work and play. You know, sure. I like, I need a mattress for work and I need a mattress for play. You know, sure. Yeah, of course. Folks, yeah. When you're, folks, when you're nutting into your underwear, make sure it's Mac Weldon. Mac yeah. Weldon. That's the special nut nut underwear. That's right. It's micro <laughs> anti-microbial. Anti-microbial nut fiber. I don't know. Does that mean you're like? Your your cum like bounces off of it or like yes what? it bounces off of it like it turns your cum into flubber that's actually scientifically proven wow it becomes the same consistency as flubber and comes to life and does a little choreographed dance featuring Robin Williams oh, well, <laughs> to like to like that fucking pump it up song yep fall in love with me that's why people listen to this podcast so they can imagine their jizz just dancing around to uh, jock jams. It's like those uh, old, in the style of like old cartoons from the 30s and 40s, like just dancing around. <laughs> it's playing of, the, uh, the, yeah. the, the life. If Speaking it's that one, then it's going to be playing like the, uh, uh, the You're obsessed with that song. <laughs> it's really, it's catchy. <laughs> you love that shit. <laughs> I mean, I listened to a, I watched a lot second, of cartoons. That's the second time up. you brought it up. Is well, it this really? is part of a, I, I'm, it's called uh, uh, continuity since this is part two of the two part podcast. Oh, that's true. perfect. This yeah, is people... actually me being very good and talented and not just going back to the same uh, stone brain things. Well, I was going to segue into it by saying we were talking about uh, flubber, which is like kind of like putty, <laughs> and um, there's a lot of uh, plastic explosives <laughs> in this episode. There certainly is. There are. I thought they were cutting up bricks of heroin at one point. Yeah, at first I thought so too, because I was like, "What's that?" And maybe they're trying to like make a decoy, like yeah, like tracking. I thought they were putting tracking on the heroin or something. Do do a drop or something, right? So yeah, that like we'll get into it because like they did an abrupt cut from like talking about heroin to yeah. the, the bomb, so they kind of set it why, up there. Yeah, 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 that was that was not good editing right there yeah, yeah so that was weird so we should tell uh the, the people where we're at what we're doing uh if you are just joining us uh hey, you have 11 other episodes of burn after noticing to listen to and especially just the previous watch. one you should listen to at least, at least the previous one yeah, yeah listen to part do. one listen to part one so you can get the whole play-by-play that's right listen to part one and now uh come here to part two and uh we're picking up right where part one left off um fiona's on the run sam's been captured 
Michael and Nate are uh, trying to devise a plan to keep their mom safe and uh, get their team back. Yeah, the brothers Weston uh, taking charge, really. And, uh, you know, Nate kind of forces his way in there. He's like, uh, you know, Michael doesn't want to bring him along, but uh, Nate kind of forces himself in there. He's like, nah, motherfucker. Nate's going to definitely ask for money after this, right? Like, how much is he asking for when this is over? It's definitely a favor owed situation, I think. Oh, for sure. Well, like, no, I mean, there's also a bonding element to it. Like, when they're talking later on in the episode, it's, uh, yeah. you know, Nate's kind of getting a little, like, charge out of it, like a f- familiar bond. I think the funny thing, too, about this, before we get into just maybe even the plot, uh, it's funny starting this. I watched this on Amazon Prime. It starts with a recap of the season and a previously on yeah. in the first, same episode. Our first yeah. proper previously on of the season. <laughs> if you have never seen this show before, you get 30-second recap, and I don't know if it was 30 seconds, but you get another recap. Yep, so it's about like that. recaps on top of recaps. It, and it was complete with lower thirds. They even made sure they had some lower thirds in the recap for us. So they were recapping that recap. And then uh, my favorite part of the recap, just the, something that happened last week that we, I don't know if we talked about, but when uh, the uh, Agent Cowan, the guy who uh, supposedly burned Michael, gets shot, I love that his chest just fucking completely explodes. Michael is covered in this man's blood and he checks yeah. his pulse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Jeff had brought that up last week. Yeah, uh, yeah like, he, oh, he, he's dead. He there, yeah, I remember one of the theories last week was, uh, uh, is, is Agent Cowan still alive, maybe? Yeah, he had a he had yeah, a ketchup packet in his know. pocket. Yeah, and he, he's he knows new ninjutsu tricks to slow down your heart rate. Yes, that's also true. Or just you know finds the really good drugs. Maybe he's on like some super good crocodile. I don't know how that works, but it's Florida, yeah, so he could be, be on all kind of stuff. Yeah. He sniffed some bath salts before he met Michael Weston. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, our our heroes uh, are going to uh, start with getting Fiona back. So they do that by uh, driving the truck in through a storage unit and throwing a gun to Fiona. Fiona you know, busts some shots They got, off. like, no pushback either. Like, nobody stopped them as they, they were, like, surveilling the compound, and they see all these, like, people. Did they not notice a truck just pulled up to their compound? Uh, nope, nope. That's, uh, that happens understand. twice in remember, this episode. Remember, the enemy's cone of vision can only go so far on the radar. It, so if yeah, you go it's past video game it, as fuck. It really is. Yeah, if you go past their peripheral cone of vision, then you don't have to They worry. also had a lot of people walking was... around very clearly in the open with giant guns guns yeah that's uh, america <laughs> yeah that's florida i think that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the most normal florida part. he's yeah, got like a permit most... he's got a permit for that uh m4 and if all those guys are sovereign citizens uh, i know my rights i know my rights they all Am look I being detained they all look sir like, they all look that way too the henchmen were like looking very like florida like greasy rat guys oh, yeah, remember they they're all troops right so the, the, the ringleader uh, yeah. is a is a trooper I mean, these guys are all like ex-special forces that are like oh now shit did i drug just did, did i just disrespect the troops yes and I continue to did. do so please uh, <laughs> it's a safe spot only, to do that not only is it condoned it's encouraged uh oh, you guys you guys can't do that i run I mean, Michael actually... disrespects a lot of troops in this episode. And I, you know, no, you don't disrespect cool. the troops. You go and you fuck their girlfriends and wives. That's all you do. That's I mean, kind of why I... we're hoping for World War Three. Am I right, fellas? As oh, a guy boy. who has fucked oh, a troop's boy. wife before, I, I, you know, condone that too. I salute wow. you. I salute you, sir. That's it was New Year's podcast. Eve, and it was her idea. Let me just say both of those things. Oh, of course it was her idea. I just, you know, was helping her bring in a new year. And, yeah. Uh, you know, thank, thank me for my service, please. Wow. Thank you. I Thank deserve you. a medal. I'm braver than all the I wrote shows. down um, stuntman acting, which you see a lot in movies and action 
shows where you can tell these people were hired so they can fly around when a bomb hits and their acting is usually reactions or acting yeah, shocked. Like the, the team of guys around the warehouse and around the boat, definitely a bunch of those guys for sure. Oh, yeah. A lot of fun henchmen in this one for sure. Yeah, there were they like the lot. big blonde haired dude I know I've seen before. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, there's a lot of character actors we talk about in this one, and I feel like even even the stuntmen this time are like, I feel like I've seen that guy get shot before in another show. <laughs> Love to, be, uh, love to be gun fodder on uh, on prestige TV or just hey, like hey, USA cable shows. Just like Justin Bieber on CSI when he got like blown to blown away, you can be like just like Justin. I was just like Justin Bieber on an episode of CSI. That's right. Where everybody wants to be. That's where everyone's career aspires to. <laughs> they want to be with uh, David. That's Caruso what we all. That's what we all want to be really. On so, CSI. Um, yeah, we want to be extras that get murked in CSI, so David Caruso can put on his glasses and make a joke about us. Wow, that's all I've ever wanted. I, I feel like all you've ever like you've already accomplished so much. I mean, I'm I'm fixated on this uh, troop wife thing now. <laughs> oh, you fixated. On the, what, what else would you like to know about the night I banged the troop? I'm like, wife? do I need a new goal in life? Like, what? <laughs> I'm happy to talk about it right here on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, if you're comfortable doing so. I, I mean, it's really there's not a whole lot to tell. There was it was New Year's Eve. There was like a group of people, and one of them was this person, and we ended up hooking up, and uh, that's the whole story. There wow. you go. I just wanted to hear it again. Sorry. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> so much, problem. so much detail. That was your your uh, your your story was so descriptive. It brought so much vivid imagery. I mean, there's there's probably a lot more that just I, I do have. I mean, I have some of my limits. That'll be off pod. Wait a second. How horny is this show? What's going on? True. I mean, this episode got pretty horny in some parts. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, not really. We didn't get all. How did it get horny? What, yeah, the like when they were setting up the, stuff, that like Fiona and Michael had a lot of like intimate looks into each other's eyes. Yeah, oh, I think sure. I, there Hard was. Stairs. I think there was a lot of like fatalistic horniness. Like I, I might be dying, so like I'm also kind of horny because like I know I might never fuck again. Well, you should have fucked her then. I mean, like everybody wanted to die in this episode. It was like watching fucking Gundam Wing. Like everybody just wanted to die. Like Sam, like we'll get to like the, the, so the episode early on is Sam's getting his ass kicked in the hold of this boat, and uh, they're torturing him, they're beating him up, they're punching him in the gut, acting like that matters to him. Like you should see this guy's liver. You think punching him in the stomach is going to do anything? Oh, with the body yeah. shaming. No. Oh. I mean, he's, a, he's got the man's got an iron liver from years of conditioning. Oh, I thought yeah, you were talking about like his, like his gut too. He's got well, no, a big old he, gut. I mean, <laughs> Sam, he's hot as shit. You kidding me? He's, yeah, we you know, do talk about how hot he is a lot, actually. We absolutely do. Oh, with the organ oh shaming. And this is, uh, well, <laughs> I will organ never shame. Shaming. I'll never shame any of Bruce Campbell's organs. <laughs> you said he had a big liver. I said he had a strong <laughs> liver. A strong liver. Oh, okay. So it was, was a complimenting body. It was an organ, organ compliment then. Yes, I was complimenting the strength of his liver. You can punch him in the stomach. Like, this guy drinks Bloody Marys for breakfast. You think he gives a shit? He's fried chicken, yeah. Yeah, like, he cares. Come on. Um, yeah, and he obviously a... doesn't because he's laughing at the guys. He's doing the uh, like the sarcastic sure. getting your ass kicked thing, which is always fun and doing it well. This is some great, great Bruce Campbell here. It's fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I loved when he was like, uh, uh, he's like, who do you like? Who is this or whatever? And he's like, that's my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just great like line. fucking with them all the time. Yeah, yeah like the, uh, you got me. I'm DEA. Then he hits him again. Nope, actually, I'm CIA. CIA hits CIA. him again. Uh, you got me. I'm FBI. And it's this guy who's actually who's my informant. Tell yeah. him. It's great. Yeah, fucking with them. Um, Michael. Go for it. What were you saying? Oh, well, no, he, was, oh. <laughs> he was... He was... 
I just wanted to say Michael again, like like Bruce Campbell says. Just, uh, <laughs> uh, you can hit me a little harder there, Michael. <laughs> you do the best impersonation. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, Only through a deep love of Bruce Campbell. It's so well, good. that was a man <laughs> trying to get killed to sacrifice. Uh, he was sacrificing himself so they didn't come after him because they knew they would kill him. Everyone right. Else. Yeah, and he definitely was really, really trying. You can't. There was no lack of effort on uh, Sam X's part of trying to get murdered. Yeah, he, he gave like it his a, best shot. He like knew, like as Jeff you just said, like he 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 knew, like or he figured that he wasn't gonna make it out alive, and it got kind of serious at the end of that scene, like with that realization, like it kind of pauses on his face of kind of like, oh, this is this is it. And then it goes straight into, like, a montage of South Beach and all this, like, upbeat music. Yeah, we're going from from enhanced interrogation methods to, uh, hey, welcome to sunny Miami Beach. This show changes tone like system. Yeah, was there a different director and, like, crew making this episode, or were they the same people? Because this felt so different from the last episode to me. It really did. It felt, you know what, I don't. No, Steven Steven Surgic did the uh, first one, right? I think they I think he did both parts. Okay, yeah, because well, yeah, wasn't he? We were talking about last week. He's the guy who yeah. did Christmas Vacation. And no, no, stuff. no, no. That was Jer- no. You're right. This is a different director. It was Jeremiah Chechik. That was the yeah. first part. So they did they did split up directing. Yeah, there were there directors. were parts yeah. that were jarringly <laughs> different. That's weird. It just felt very strange. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well. What yeah. stood out to me was after, and I talked about this so much last week about how. Last week's episode, like, kind of marked a tonal shift for the show and, like, how they were willing to play against their type and uh, and do some different things and raise the stakes. And then this follow-up episode is, like, very much hit all of the Burn Notice check marks. Yeah. And, like, was a much more a boilerplate episode of Burn Notice than the, uh, than the part one. Yeah, I definitely felt this more like This almost felt like, like an, episode. an episode of, like, like Magnum P.I. or something like that. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know it what? It was almost a little bit, like, kind of trying to solve a mystery, but... At the same token, like blowing stuff up and like, yeah, yeah, they did. I mean, they they definitely did the uh, the, the chase scenes and the action scenes and a couple of shootouts. They you know they made sure they used the rest of that budget. I was curious. oh actually no sorry it felt more like Miami Vice like it very much felt oh. like Miami Vice. Show. I can okay. see the Miami Vice so like yeah partners yeah. in trouble you're trying to yeah. rescue them one guy's getting beat up the other guy's trying to figure it out you got the bad the bad guys who are like the drug dealers on a boat. Yeah, exactly. It, very Miami Vice. Absolutely. I was curious to see, like, maybe if um, they had maybe planned for Bruce Campbell to only be in the first season, and this would be, like, his end. Like, they would end on a dramatic oh. turn. I was, and then they maybe didn't, uh, in fear of, I think you would even brought it up, Paul, maybe, like, test audiences were like, we need more Bruce Campbell. Because, like, the first part of this episode was kind of, like, his his episode, in a sense, because he kind of carried most of the B-plot, at least, with the uh, investigation of the heroin dealers. I was wondering, like, I wonder if this was going to be like the dramatic stakes and this would set up something in the future, but then they'd be like, well, we don't have to pay Bruce Campbell anymore. <laughs> right. Well, fortunately, they keep paying Bruce Campbell. Otherwise, I don't know how long we can keep this podcast going. I need, I need Bruce on my television. This podcast might not have even happened, right? I don't know. If Honestly, if this show didn't have Bruce Campbell as one of the co-stars, I probably wouldn't have chosen it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. We would have been talking cool. about Suits, and then we'd be dealing with the Meghan Markle crap right now. Oh, man. That's, yeah, that's a whole <laughs> different podcast. Wow. Well, who knows what uh, royal family burn notice uh, X stars will ruin in the future? 
Oh man, what about Royal Pains? We've talked. You know, I know we brought up Royal Pains in this. Yeah, show I'm before, talking about the. Ro- I'm talking about the Queen right now. Hey, a Royal hey, Pain. A Royal wow. Pain. You talking about the Windsor family? Uh, oh, yeah, shit. I think they're on a notice. Oh, a burn oh, notice. Shit. The uh, well, Harry and uh, Harry and Meghan got burn noticed back to North America now, right? Well, they're, yeah, to start a lifestyle brand or whatever the they're fuck like, they're uh, doing. They're like royal family burn noticed now. Okay, so are any of us in England or in the United Kingdom? Any of are us? Any of who? Any of the people on this show currently in the United Kingdom. Oh, oh uh, I mean, no. Fiona might be Gabriel Then Anwar. why do any of us care? Oh. <laughs> I mean... Because it's uh, it's tangentially uh, related to a USA okay, show, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's basically it. That yeah. was the loose connection there. I have a question <laughs> Meg- about... Meghan Markle uh, was once a welcomed character. Yeah. I have once a question a about uh, Anwar on this show. Is she is she is she covering up her Irish accent because she's a spy? Um, um, her, so here's her literal explanation of from it verbatim yeah. from episode two. Okay. Well, I live in America now, and I can't be sounding like a bloody leprechaun, can I? Oh boy. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, that she was just, pretty much it. In episode, she, in episode one, she was ex- as again. I'll, I'll give I'll give our boy Benedict Herdsman credit for it. "Quote unquote," violently Irish. And, uh, violently she was she was extremely irish and then in episode two she just drops it and uh michael's like why'd you drop the accent she was just like because i wanted to and that's it because <laughs> i wanted to he sounded like a well i mean at least it was, it was explained yeah um somehow she lost her accent and we know that saying somehow a thing happens is the best way to explain it she's weirdly assimilated yeah well she's dead a speak dicky is alive yes for some reason dicky came back to life for some reason <laughs> Uh, Fiona lost her accent for some reason. Palpatine returned for some reason. It's like that movie uh, Rubber. Have any of you seen that? Killer Tire. Oh, it's, 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 it's called it's yeah. called Flubber. Actually, we were just talking flubber. about it. Yeah, Flubber. No Rubber, because uh, there was like a part where he's like addressing the camera and he's like, "Why did so and so happen? No reason." Like he's based the whole movie is basically like, "Why did any of this happen? No reason." Oh, like I'm Rubber, you're glue. Got it. Oh, Got I didn't. I mean, it, maybe. Right? I don't know if I've says. ever thought of that. If, he's, if he just says it, everything he's saying is bouncing off of him and sticking right back to you. Oh boy, a lot of cum talk in this. I'm episode. rubber, and you're like a tiled plaster made sticky bomb, Michael. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, they they set up this deal where basically Michael gets a hold of the bad guy on the phone and like kind of spies his way into like being like, "Give me back my guy." So they're trying to, like, make uh, an exchange. So our, our plot here is Michael's going to pose as, like, another bad guy trying to get his bad guy friend Sam back from the other bad guy. Um, meanwhile, bad guy. he's trying to uh, figure out who's coming after him and who shot Agent Cowan and who all these people are. And there's just a lot happening. Yeah. I haven't been this enthralled since, you know, who shot JR. This is so exciting. <laughs> who shot so, Cowan? Um they, so um, Michael needs proof of life for Sam. The guy's like, you got email? And Michael's like, yeah, it's uh, M. Weston at sbcglobal.net. And the guy's like, SBC Global? Who fucking still uses that, you weirdo? <laughs> and then he goes, okay, boomer. And everyone has a nice laugh. Oh, wow. uh, that's uh, fun. No. <laughs> what we were like, wow, they really though? predicted the okay, boomer. Yeah. But Sam does a Sam does like a goofy pose. This was also funny. He's like, ah, oh, you gotta look good, and he does like a goofy like like it looks like a rat pose. Like a it looks like a like a like a boomer trying to do a rat pose almost. Yeah, it almost, re- it, it, it almost kind of reminded me of that uh, 
of that Lindy West picture from uh, Guantanamo Bay. Oh shit! Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. You're right. Because I was kinda... like, he's getting tortured, and then like he does this like pose, and it, it just reminded me of that picture with her with the cigarette in her mouth and yeah. the pile of bodies. Like, that's no, knowing up. Bruce Campbell in real life, he's probably done a USAO tour like Abu Ghraib. So, I yeah. you think you think what would his what would his act be though? He's not like a comedian or anything. No, he like, just go, no he shakes hands and he takes pictures in front of helicopters with troops and just everyone's like, oh, he's Bruce Campbell. This is fucking cool as <laughs> he shit. He says groovy right before the picture's taken and everyone's like, yeah, oh, that's just, his line. All he has to go is just stand there and be Bruce Campbell for a few minutes and everyone's like, hell yeah, and then he leaves. So much yogurt eating in this show. Oh They're yeah, eating yogurt again. Yeah, Fiona. Well, was it's great. Yogurt. Um, so. They get to uh, the new safe house, which is um, a foreclosure that Nate Weston is squatting in, which is great because he's talking about how like the place bottomed out, and it's 2007, and I'm thinking to myself, buddy, just wait till next year. You're gonna have so oh, many houses to do wow. this in. Yeah, it's exactly. almost there. <laughs> this, this is gonna be the beginning of a very, very easy life for Nate Weston if his plan is to squat so in foreclosures. Thinking moments. That's insane. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> oh yeah, we're a year early to this one. <laughs> wow. He's like, yeah, I got this for like uh, 100k. No problem. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't, think he, <laughs> did, did, I don't think he bought it. He's squatting in it, right? No, yeah, he didn't buy it. He's like, do they know you're here? He's like, no, nobody knows I'm here. Yeah, at first I was like, oh, Nate's just like buying grift houses that he can't afford. And I'm like, oh, no, Nate didn't buy this house. All right. No, it sounded like things already went bad with his golf club thing. <laughs> yes, yeah, the golf club thing already went south. He's already all fucked up. So they, uh, they, they're going to stash mom at the, at the new safe house. Um, and meanwhile, they have to go find a clue for like, for Sam where he is. So they get the picture with the pose and they go to break into Sam's locker using some, some good old fashioned Freon. They have it, they turn it upside down to, uh, to make like the lock cold. And then they use the rest to uh, huff it in the yeah. mouth and go wah, 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 does that, wah, uh, Does that trick work? Can you, can you freeze a lock like that with the upside down computer? Yes, dresser? you can. You can. Yeah. Wow. Yes, you can. Wow. I have, I have, you can. Uh, I have only used dust off to uh, attain a 32nd high as a teenager. So, Oh man, that causes bubbles in your brains. Not bro. good. It's not good. Yeah, for don't you. do you that anymore. Never do it. You should literally never do yes. that. I can speak of Ooh, this. Okay. I have a story. Oh boy. Um, it's the. It's not that exciting. <laughs> uh, just one of those like small metal lock boxes. Lost the key. Couldn't get it open. Got one of the keyboard sprayers. You turn it upside down for about thirty seconds and spray it. It will freeze anything. Wow. So oh, that works. You can also use it if you get gum stuck in anything. Oh, cool. Yeah, old, uh, so that is that. that is some spy know-how that I actually have used wow. in my life. Thank some, you, Burn uh, Notice. Some handy household <laughs> yes, tips Burn with the Boys. Thank you. Thanks, Burn Ooh, Notice. Wow. You love to see now it. Now I know how to clean the so, dishes from listening to you yeah. guys. So they break in the locker. break it, locks. <laughs> <laughs> so they break in and... Uh, they go, ugh. And, like, you notice that uh, uh, Fiona's like, yeah, like, 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 like it smells like something in there. Like, she kind of had, like, a reaction to it. So I wanted to ask you guys, uh, what do you think Sam Axe's private storage locker smells like? Cum? All right. <laughs> Nobody else has anything? Uh, else? So well, like, you know, he probably fucks ladies in there, I'm assuming. I was, I was just thinking a lot of uh, empty food packages. He eats a lot. Yeah. I was thinking about okay. food as well. I was thinking maybe like old Italian food that's like kind of rotting. Ooh. Okay, Gross. okay. Definitely like, a, like old boozy. spaghetti or something. Probably spilled. I beer. was gonna say, um, I was gonna say hockey equipment, even though there's no hockey equipment in there at all. <laughs> Interesting. It still smells like hockey equipment. It still for just some smells reason. exactly like hockey equipment, which is a very like there. 
like if you have you guys ever play hockey? You guys, did you guys like? Oh yeah, it's bad. Yeah. yeah, it smells the, awful. The hockey bag smell is an incredibly unique smell. Only hockey yeah. bags smell like hockey bags, but somehow Sam Axe's locker smells like hockey, and it's Miami, and he's never played it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, that would be insane for me because much like Miami's weather, I'm in Arizona, so not a lot of hockey heads out here. Oh, what about the uh, the Coyotes? I mean, they the are coyotes. good this year. They're doing really well. That's true. They got a good team. But they keep trying to leave, so I mean, they don't even, like, it's hard for them to find fans here. Yeah, they've been trying to get out of there for, like, two decades. Well, the ice keeps melting. Yeah, they keep, uh, they they were like, fuck, we should have really put a roof on this building. Damn it. It's like, it's an Acme uh, hockey rink that Wiley Coyote got out of a box. He was going to use it to lure the Roadrunner in on skates. Ice skates, Wow, real relevant. (laughs) Looney Tunes. Or kids even watch yep, Looney yep. Tunes. Maybe we wouldn't have this issue with Iran if like kids watch Looney Tunes. Uh, culturally relevant references here at Burn After Noticing. I mean, they, they, reboot, I mean, they reboot the Looney Tunes like every two years, it feels like. I'm sure there's some current version. The only good Looney Tunes reboot is Tiny Tunes. I will not take replies. I do like, I liked Tiny Tunes. That was pretty featuring pretty one good. of our uh, uh, Featuring a podcast featured uh, band, They Might Be Giants. Are they on there too? Pretty heavily. Uh, Istanbul, not Constantinople, is on there. Oh, um, right. Uh, Particle Man. Particle Man is a Tiny Toon song. Wow. A lot of they might be giants on there. Oh, yeah. All, all very culturally relevant. Yeah, today, Tiny Toon. Extremely culturally relevant. Mm. Well, we're talking about a, po- our, a TV show that aired in 2007. So. Exactly. We harken back to a better age, 2007. Absolutely. I like how uh, blasely they like handle plastic explosives in this show. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, with Fiona's IRA experience, you know, she's been around stuff that blows up for a very long time. Yeah, she's just like, oh, yeah, we used to have this stuff in the kitchen all the time. <laughs> just don't smoke. Right next to the potatoes. Don't let mom come in right with Right next to the potatoes. And the whiskey. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, – <laughs> and then they, they throw in a smoking joke with the mom. They're like, oh, I can't believe she's smoking around us. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't yep. even want her smoking in the, the fucking house because he's like, oh, it's going to ruin the property value. She's like, are you are you making plastic explosives? <laughs> I mean, it's you know what? At, at the very least, it's nice that the kids want to get their mom to stop smoking, right? Yeah, for sure. He was he was hiding in a house that doesn't belong to him, but they didn't want the mom smoking. Right. It wouldn't matter in any way because he was he didn't own the house. He was just squatting <laughs> there. Which which yeah, is for the yeah. proof. All Nate really cared about was his mom's health. It was just, you know, him just trying to... It's his roundabout way of doing it. So remember, the Westons are terrible at showing emotion or social cues, and they're not good at telling people that they care about them at all. They're all uh, sociopaths. The hey, can I, um, can I add a correction from the last episode? Because I was right and you guys were wrong. Ooh, for oh, for what? Shit. The, the show being completely filmed in Miami. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. uh, it was, except when they're in that house, Michael is talking to his mom and brother, and whenever it showed the mom and brother, the background did not move. Yes. Like, they were standing in front of a painting. Yep. Which... There's a lot of green screen. There was a lot of that in the, the David sure. Zayas episode, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they definitely throw up a lot of green screens. Like, if they're doing like just, like, your average coastal backdrop or something, like, they'll throw in a lot of green screening. That's TV. That's to oh, be yeah, expected. for sure. Um, so... Uh, this is uh, I thought this was kind of interesting how much they surmised from the one picture that uh, Sam X sent them for like the clue like you know he does the pose and how Michael just completely figured out that the pose meant that he went to Venezuela <laughs> with these like to, to rescue some private contractors yeah. and that the job went bad and that a bunch of guys got killed so that pose means don't go near it because that job's also going to go bad too real forward thinking uh, gotta have codes it's that spy shit I mean that's 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 how you know your homies. Like there is 
I mean, to me, there's no other way you could get to know your homie that well unless you absolutely kiss him goodnight. Yeah. So that just proves to me for sure, there's no question in my mind, that Michael and Sam kiss each other goodnight. You did take the hint, Paul, when you were like, are we ready to record? I sent you that pose. That was supposed to be like, no, but we, we're here ah, now. shit. Maybe that's why my... May, well, maybe you should have known my mixing board <laughs> didn't work because I didn't say anything at all. And you should know that my silence means that my mixing board doesn't work because I can't talk. I, didn't, and I was actually plugging in a different shit, mixing right. Board. The timing, I forgot. The 69 seconds, if I don't hear a reply, something's wrong. How dare you? Fuck. 69 see, seconds. See, folks, this is the kind of chemistry you can only build uh, uh, through years and years of podcasting. Uh, you know, it'll come over time, and we'll do better. We promise to do better here at Burn After Noticing. I got a new microphone. I'm probably sounding so much better to everybody. You do sound nice. Yeah, so. Crystal clear, there man. We go. Crystal I'm, clear. Like, we got Meanwhile, I had setup. to literally put my old mixing board on top of my new mixing board because I couldn't make it I had to take work. my fucking drawer out of this desk so I could clamp this fucking mic stand on. So we're all doing some... Jerry Riggin. We have what learned. We have what learned is this, a so podcast, much. What is this? A podcast production podcast? Yeah, we're That's talking right. about the behind the curtain. So welcome. This is. A, you guys want to get into any like a Dune Boys recording secrets? Go ahead. Well, um, I mean, you guys. What you could do is you could do voiceover for a podcast, just like this television show does. Like, there's so much voiceover in this show. It would be so, so funny if we would just like break in and start narrating our own podcast. Yeah, it's like Dickie was thinking about dinner and enjoying a nice beer. <laughs> being a podcaster is a lot like being a spy who's in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes so you have to you have to yes and one too many times and things just get out of control. Yes, and then no. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. No, and let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh so so Michael through his amazing like uh, uh psychological bond with Sam figures all this stuff out, but you know, flies in the face of danger anyway and they're going to go through with uh picking up Sam and they're, they're going to make that uh, make it work. They're going to get him back. Um, so they go check in on Nate again. Uh, he stole a car to get his mom out or something. He, he ditched the yeah, truck. Yeah, he's like, don't he's, worry, he's stealing I got some now. car. He's like, he's like, I know how to lose a tail or something. And I love how much like their mom like condones their crimes by like smiling every time they mention boosting cars. Like, she she's fucking like, even, ah, she married you. a con guy. She, so she, 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 even gets, she even gets nostalgic about when Michael stole his first car. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's to, Josh is actually right because like she did marry a car thief. Yeah. So like she's got to be into it. He's the one who taught okay. him. Yeah, but yeah. So she gets she 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 appreciates she that. I liked it though because they were like playing like this soft music, and like <laughs> at any moment, like I expected like Michael McDonald to like come in and start singing. <laughs> like, God damn it! I wish if there was one way to make this show even better, it's to give me some fucking Michael McDonald. It really like really cuts out. It cuts interest. out to the. It cuts out to the veranda, and he's out there just like. Man, tell uh, me how you feel. Thank you for describing how I'm going to propose to my future wife. Oh, that's sweet, man. That's really. Can you romantic. imagine like you get down on one knee and just Michael McDonald shows up every time I hear. <laughs> it's fucking beautiful doves kind of fly off into the distance. Like you're like you're trying to like propose to your wife, but like she can't hear you because Michael McDonald just <laughs> blasting yeah. it out. He's like, "Will you marry me? Will Will you marry me?" She's like, "Sure, I'll marry Michael McDonald." <laughs> I'd marry Michael McDonald. I would absolutely marry Michael McDonald. Uh, I'm not sure either you or his type. Well, Probably what's his type then? A Please. Can dream. I can change. A fan? I mean, I'm a fan of his music. Yeah, he, That's he, a start. He might, That's maybe all he, takes. Maybe he's like, um, uh, uh, what's his name from uh, Silicon Valley? And he, he fucks his fans. I oh, hope there so. you go. I hope so. Uh, Can't think of his name. The main character. Shout out Michael ex- McDonald. Good example. We love you. 
your version of This Christmas is the only Christmas song in existence. Middle Ditch. Thomas sounds like we got a Sounds like we got a big Michael McDonald fan over yeah. here. I legitimately am a huge fan. Yeah, I think he's great. Uh, I saw him uh, live at Jazz Fest in 2016, and he fucking murdered Whoa. it. He was so great. That sounds fun. Yeah. Jazz Fest where? Uh, New Orleans. That's what I thought. Oh, my God. I want to go at some point. It's a blast. Yeah. The lineups aren't quite as strong as they were in like prior years, but it is a really, really fun environment. Um, it's because all the good jazz people are fucking dead, dude. Yes, all the good. Well, I mean, you still got. There's a few. There's a few left, and like, there's some good modern funk and stuff that's out there, and some great yeah, jazz fans. It's, it's but, become like not just about jazz anymore. Yeah, yeah. Now. It's they they book it like a contemporary pop festival for the most part. Yeah. But like, you get your staples. Like trombone shorty closes out every year um, at the end Makes of the sense. weekend. You usually get like a couple of good like nostalgia acts or older. Like the year last time I went was 2016. It was Michael McDonald, Steely Dan, Ooh. and uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers oh. were all there that weekend. That's great. So that was a lot of fun. Three, I would Ah, uh, yes, California Jazz Band, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Santa Monica, right. jazz capital of the world. But So what was cool about yes. that is um, the night before like, the big festival day, uh, Trombone Shorty at the Sanger Theater like hosts, uh, like hosts does a big show with his band, and then like whoever's there that weekend will come like just play like a song or two like as guests. So like the meters came out on stage, and like Chad Smith came out and played drums with Trombone Shorty's band. Wow. Um, and CeeLo Green and Nick Jonas came out to like sing with and stuff. It was wild. Wow, it was right a lot before CeeLo took off, right? Before we all that, loved um, him. Another fun thing about that weekend was that was uh, the weekend Prince died. Oh, um, that, why'd you say I another heard... fun thing? That's not yeah, fun. Yeah, what well, the fuck? No, it sucked. But uh, <laughs> I heard I heard more covers of Purple Rain that weekend than you'll ever fuck hear. That. In, in a couple I of hate that. I hate that shit. You don't like the tribute uh, covers? You know, no, man, they're doing a big one for the Grammys this year, like an entire show. And I'm like, don't do for that. Prince? He, he wouldn't want that. Like, he would not want yeah, that. Yeah, that's kind of lame. He didn't like people covering his music. Why the fuck would you think he would like a giant show about for it? For the Grammys. And, you know, you say that, but then once you hear Kermit Ruffins play it on a trumpet, you might change your mind. Oh, that's the only that's thing it, I can say to you. <laughs> it'll take it'll take one cover to convince me that all the other covers are good. <laughs> you'll hear a magical one that will conv- you'll rethink your entire position on this. Absolutely correct. This is yeah. This is canon. <laughs> oh my god, everything is canon to you. It's canon now. Yep. What are you are you like obsessed with canons? Yeah, you have, a you have like a little right canon now? on your desk. No, I, I, yes. Um, I, when I say canon, it means like it's actually a physical canon now. Every time I say something's oh. true, I build a little model toy canon and then I write the thing on it and make it make it so. It's manifestation. Okay. It's the secret. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Speaking of canons, you look Michael, <laughs> okay. Keep going. I'm really waiting for this segue. Let's go. <laughs> What? Uh, what? Were you watching like say Pirates Michael of the Caribbean gets, or something? My, no, Mike, <laughs> I was just going to say Michael gets cornered and ends up putting his cannon to his own head. Hey! Oh, okay, yeah. Did we get to there? Yeah, that's pretty much... Well, uh, we, we have another heroin dealer we should talk about for... Oh, right. Oh, yes. Carmelo Guy Fieri's brother. Barry! Yeah, we no, get Guy Fieri Dark Barry, shows up again. We yeah. get a nice little appearance from Guy Fieri I like Dark. it. I, Barry reminded me of Jeff. Oh, really? come on now. <laughs> Why? Please go uh, on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just I was when I was watching it, I was just like, oh, this is the Jeff character of the wow. show. Thank you. <laughs> is that a flat? Is that a compliment? I don't. I don't. I, I guess so. I, I, the guy seemed. The guy seemed sweet. He was like kind of a sweet guy. He was like. He's like. I don't know if I can help you on this one, Michael. Like, are you gonna try to get me killed? And like, he's like, well, if not, I'll kill you. And the guy was like, okay, that's cool. 
So I don't know. He like seemed he seemed all right. I mean, he doesn't like heroin, which is admirable. Like it's exactly not, not something he wants to mess around with, that's and a, he knows it's bad. That's a so low that's, bar you know. for like a good person. Well, he doesn't like heroin, so he's probably a good person. This is burn notice though. Like everybody's like a sociopathic murderer. So I think Barry was nice. Barry was cool. Barry <laughs> Jeff was wants nice to say guy. that because Dickie <laughs> thinks of him now. Well, Barry, he's like, well, now I think yeah, Barry's I, I think a fucking Jeff's cool new guy. favorite character, Barry. Well, I made my case. I made my case. I said he was, you know, he's cool. I think cool. Barry was nice, but I have a question that will make me not seem very cool. What is Smack? Is Smack another name for heroin, or is that something different? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a slang term. Correct. Okay, because I remember when I was in school and we had the D.A.R.E. program, they kept telling everyone not to do Crank, and no one knew what Crank, crank was either. Oh, that's so what Crank and Smack. Yeah. Yeah, people, like, the, the anti-crank thing is so funny because, like, the only people that did crank were, like, a dozen bikers in the 90s. Yeah. And, like, that was never going to be, like, a problem, at, like, at large. And, like, they still, like, insisted on educating us about drugs we never would have heard about otherwise. Dare's a funny point. I mean, that's like the local news does that. Dare was great, and we had a police officer come to teach us all about gang yep. signs, and instead he taught us all the gang yep. signs that all the kids were flashing yep. at everyone. I, I definitely did a lot more gang signs and like wrote them down in my school binders and like stuff. It's like someone coming in and be like, kids, these are all the words you should. Like uh, that South Park, but the movie scene where he's like, these are all like, don't say shit, say fuck, and they just teach him all these fucking curse words. Yeah, exactly. It's almost Love like, it. wow, those the brilliant satirists, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Oh, that's beautiful. Really hitting those uh, the brilliant cultural satire. Especially from today's current age. That's right. It's, I mean, that's that's when they've been their funniest, most people are saying. Many people are saying that the funniest that Trey Parker and Matt Stone have ever been. Because they're taking right on now. China, finally. Yep, and current events. You know what I like, to, I like when my animators do, uh, especially when they're pushing 60, is to talk, tell me about their current events. I like, yeah. when, you, I like when you skewer the news. Yeah, try, and and also try to teach me something while you're at it. A little lesson yes, at the absolutely end. absolutely teach me a yeah, lesson, Yeah, I like too. that. We right? Kind of shake your, shake your finger in my face and be like, no, no, no. I'll show you the problems with society. Well, I'll you know, show you. A lot of people say comedy isn't comedy unless you also have been scolded. Mm, yeah, no, I hear Truth that. Power. I hear That's that. just technique. Yeah. That's just technique. You yeah. know, what would Sam Kinison think or uh, some of the other greats? Richard Pryor. Speaking and, of uh, technique, George uh, Michael's technique to get to the drug dealer was pretty intense. Hey, yeah, second. So this is where we were talking about building the bombs, and they cut yes. to them like cutting what they were just like bricks of uh, of explosives. But I like I the cut was weird, like we were saying, because I thought they were just like cutting up heroin. Yeah, I thought like and yeah, it went from talking about heroin to working on explosives, and then they did this. They made these like sticky bombs out of a mop and like a uh, uh, tile adhesive. And they're doing all kinds of, like, fun MacGyver stuff. Yeah. The most unromantic scene in the history of television <laughs> where they were making what I thought was at first a mop woman. I thought they were like, yeah, I oh thought this it. I thought they were making a Fiona decoy yeah. with a mop. I thought it was going to be Michael the was like, like, This is how you make a sex robot, guys. Fiona <laughs> just, like, made it and was like, now, Michael, if I get killed, I want you to take this and fuck it. <laughs> I thought he was making yeah. a decoy for the mom, actually. Like, I thought they were like, well, they, we have to make sure, like, put it in the house or something. Maybe I just fucking Oh, because her hair is so scraggly. Got a little mop is with a cigarette hanging yes. out of it, like, in the doorway. I like that. Her hair is so scraggly and she looks like shit. Is that what you're saying, oh, Michael? Hey. Is that what you're saying, Michael? There will, there will be no Sharon Gless slander on this podcast. We love her. Exactly. She's treated terribly Sharon by Gless Michael. is a queen. Michael treats That's her disrespectful. Terribly. That's right. We love our podcast mom. 
Yeah. But yeah, like I I, I like the uh, mop girlfriend angle, like they were making a decoy. Mop girlfriend. It takes us a <laughs> it makes us it takes us a while to figure out exactly what they're doing. But the the, the more recent payoff, because the mop one doesn't happen until the very end. Yeah, yeah, that like that's why it's so funny because like he's wrapping it in plastic. I'm like, how is this gonna work? Like, what is this? This is a very strange bomb, and then there actually is a payoff to it, which is really strange. I want to bring this up too. This episode is called Loose Ends, right? Yeah. It definitely fits it because they sure left a lot of them. Yep. Um, they do stuff and they allude to stuff and they foreshadow stuff that never pays off. Sounds like a um, Damon Lindelof show. Ho! <laughs> I'll mute myself. Oh. <laughs> There's a burn notice. Yeah, that was like, uh, a, all right, never mind. Walk it back. So, uh, uh, second notice. biggest heroin dealer, Carmelo. Hey! But no, like they, they they left a lot of loose ends. Like they remember when they when they're doing like the the Sam X picture scene in the storage locker, uh, they pick up this like leg cast and he's like every picture, everything, every leg cast, and like they close up on the leg cast and it looks like there's something in the leg cast or like it's something to do with it. Cast never comes back. Yeah. Um, throughout the episode, while Sam's getting his ass kicked by the big blonde dude, he keeps like low key trying to get the big blonde dude to turn to his side or like betray his boss. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, "This will be you in like a year or so." Also, fucking never pays off. No. Yeah, like, like uh, there's a bunch of stuff like like it just. Oh, well, he's just planting little seeds, right? He was seeing what seeing what he could poking do. the bear, trying to get him to. I mean, they were out. they were very like played to as like Chekhov gu- Chekhov's gun type things that never came back, which I thought were surprising. Like I even in my notes I wrote, "There's something in that leg cast." Yeah, yeah. I was sh- <laughs> sure they were doing something. No, right. that was just some weird tchotchke that was sitting around his office and also right, probably like, smelled horribly. Which oh, I'm, I mean, if it was smell. on if it was on Sam Axe's leg for six weeks, we can only imagine what it smells like. Oh, exactly. That so that probably smell. added to the smell. Oh. Oh man, just like salt water and bloody marys. Ew. I had a cast that don't smell like that, that's for sure. Yeah, buddy. Um, so <laughs> right before they go out to the job, I, I this was all this was kinda nice. Um, Michael's like trying to get his mom out of town and she's like, No, I'm not going, I'm staying with you. I wanna like stay and fight and I'm not scared. And Michael goes, Yeah. But I am. I wrote, uh, let mom help make bombs. Well, <laughs> yeah, I wrote, uh, first of all, Fiona eats more yogurt. Someone brought yeah. that up earlier. And oh, yeah, new house, same yogurt. Let's go. The mom wants to help. And Michael says, why don't you make some sandwiches? Which was perfect. Yeah, that was pretty that fucked was pretty up. He treats his mom so terribly. Like he makes her yeah. leave her house. What? Like 10 times in the season. Cause she's in danger and doesn't tell I her mean, anything. It literally takes him 12 episodes to realize all she wanted was for him to say that he cared just yeah. in any way possible yeah. all he had to do is say i'm afraid for you and then she just shut up and was like okay mike whatever you need all right, yeah that's all she wanted all dude yeah yeah it took i love you me. my robot son just literally be like <laughs> mom I, I i want you to not die because i think you're cool and she'll just be like all right we're good there you go easy peasy that's like the best michael could probably do to like uh so mom uh I wanted to talk to you. Um, I think you're. I think you're pretty cool. Uh, I would like it if you would continue to be my mom. Would you mind? Well, is she gonna quit? I'm, like, I'm not gonna be your mom anymore. <laughs> Michael, we need to talk. I'm putting a Nate's burn just, notice Nate's on Nate's just nicer than you. I need you to get out of my face. He's just like, yeah, I've got some notes about the sandwiches, though. I mean, like, white bread? Like, you can't be using white Come bread. Come on, wheat. We need that would be a grains. great follow-up scene is if, uh, if Mrs. Weston made the sandwiches and he was just like, these sandwiches suck, Mom. He just throws yeah. in her face. <laughs> Asshole. Well, speaking of notes to his mom, Ooh. the next scene when they're driving in the car, the there's cars behind coming after them. Yes. And he says, 
I wrote this down. Um, if you make a call to a tapped phone line, he's talking to his mom in the exact same tone that he does the voiceovers. Yes. So I figured that this entire voiceover thing, he's teaching his mom how to be a spy. Oh. That's going to be the end of the series, you think? Yep. Well, Mom's did anyone spy. notice he directly used a line from the opening crawl, th- the opening intro thing? When no, uh, he was talking line. to you guys, didn't, okay. So when he meets with Carmelo, the number two heroin dealer, about taking out his competition. Oh, oh, uh, right yes. Right before he walks yes, off, I wrote this down. The guy says, "Who are you?" He turns around and goes, "My name is Michael Weston. I used to be a spy." Which is literally yes. the first thing that they say in the opening <laughs> thing of the show. I thought you were talking about because the, the car scene ends with him with the gun to his head before he gets there. Oh yeah, that, but that's just—he literally he just does. Uses that yeah, exact I totally line did write verbatim. that down. Like in the same tone and everything. Oh, but that uh, that heroin dealer was played by this, uh, se- I mean, semi-famous kind of like bit part actor named Todd Stashwick. What a name! That's a cool name, Mr. What Stashwick. What a fucking cool name! Yeah, Stashwick. Oh, He's been on Justified, and he was on that show we were talking about earlier, The Riches with Eddie Izzard. Oh, yeah, that was him. Okay. Show. Yeah, he was on. He was on that show uh, on a couple episodes as well. How much so. must you fuck if your name is Todd Stashwick? Todd Stashwick. Yeah. So, yeah, like the Michael Weston, the car scene, he goes Psycho Weston. We haven't seen Psycho Weston. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty psycho in this episode. Like, there's that, like, in the thing with Carmelo, like, his whole strategy to get the guy is, like, wire the nightclub to explode and then put a dead man switch in his hand and threaten to just, like, murder hundreds of innocent people in the name of him, like, getting his way. Yeah, correct me if I'm not wrong, but that almost feels like terrorism. That was literally <laughs> terrorism. That's, that's like pretty much by the book definition. Yeah. Yeah. Shock and awe. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. I mean, his girlfriend also, you know, former IRA, which some people would say, you know, other people's pal freedom fighters. Though, She's right? just like, oh, just blow the place up, Michael. Just blow it up. That literally does that almost every episode. Like her, it's like her first thing is like, can we shoot him? Like it's usually her first. Uh, she had a lot solution. of guns in this episode too. She's well, got yeah, I mean, stashes of guns and yogurt spread throughout Miami, <laughs> hidden yeah, under freeways and, and shit. Yeah, yeah. When they will, yeah. So they're they're in the car. They're getting tailed. So Mike bails out and tells uh, Nate and Mom to uh, get the hell out of there. And so they bounce, and uh, Michael uh, stops traffic. Uh, and in the uh, spirit of his buddy Sam, who's also trying to get himself killed, puts a gun up to his neck and is like, "Hey." Uh, if you don't call me back and like tell me what like let me do my job, I'm just gonna shoot myself in the head. And I like, do that oh, all the time. If I can't well, do my job, I usually just put a gun like, in my head. And Michael threatening self harm to get his way is very toxic behavior. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we thirteen are, uh, reasons why. But, Michael Weston. Well, I was I was like, there's no there's no way he's gonna kill himself. Just wait wait a couple years. Wait for the flashbacks of being molested as a child to come back. Oh, then you can, then oh. you can consider suicide. I thought the guy just stole cars. Holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> wow. I thought his dad was just a piece of shit. Well, oh. clearly, <laughs> clearly from so, Boston. <laughs> which we, uh, uh, the, the closing monologue. Okay, we'll get to that. Um, so, so Mike does get his way, though. So they say, very well, we'll give you the time to, to finish your job. Um, go get out of there. So, so Michael bounces. And now it's time to rescue Sam. Now, hold on one one second. I got to interrupt you here. So he hangs up the phone, and what does he do? He runs away. And then the very next scene starts with him saying, I'm not running anymore. But he just ran 30 seconds ago. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm done running. Wait, that was he spent, it. Remember, he spent the end of the last episode GTA running up that uh, parking structure. He's winded. He's been he running run anymore. a lot. His stamina that, meter has to be filled. In that heat, man. In that Miami heat. Jesus Christ. And and a very minimal amount of sweat on his uh, on his nice clothing too. It's either that he's got the dry fit stuff. He's got that that moisture wicking technology going. Anti. Maybe he's got that same Prince Andrew uh, affliction where he just can't sweat. He did not at the time, at least. Not it's at the, the adrenaline from uh, having the. Um, Dead man switch, yes, you know? He's been, he was shot at in the Falklands. So. Yeah. There you go. He can't sweat anymore. <laughs> Easy peasy. Um, a lot of royal talk this episode. Man, you can, <laughs> like, Gabrielle Anwar is, like, so skinny that you can see, like, the bumps of her spine. Like, it's yes. it was kind of creepy in the one shot. I was like, whoa, like, ugh. Her body whoa. fat percentage is very low. Oh. Yeah, she is uh, skin and bones. She is really, very... really skinny. But she's yeah. also like toned in a lot of spots too. I think no, she's yeah, she's just, strong. Like, very attractive. Like, don't get me wrong. Because like, yeah, she's definitely like extremely fit. Oh yeah, but well, and is, fit for the job. I should say. Horny for, <laughs> no, no, we don't talk about it. This is a podcast, boys. <laughs> no, she's too we... damn skinny. <laughs> she's got to eat some chicken. We're like, we're like old grandma. Get some chicken. Get some of that fried chicken. Eats your skin and bones. Well, maybe if this broad would get back in the kitchen where she belongs, maybe she'd oh. have a little more meat on those bones. You oh. understand what I'm saying? Oh, cook oh. up some fucking potatoes. Paul is a character. Oh. He's doing a character. <laughs> He's expressed by his Wait, character. Wait, what character? What do you mean? What are you talking oh, about? Um, um, yeah, so they go and uh, rescue <laughs> Sam on a mission, and the mop makes an appearance again, finally. Yeah, so finally and figure Scuba out. Weston. Yeah, Scuba Weston. <laughs> And like the plastic wrap makes sense now. They were, he was waterproofing it to yeah. uh, to go under the water, and he like sticks it on the little bridge thing, and uh, gets onto the boat. And now he's gonna. Which I thought this is funny. Like we're like they have all these guns. Like they have silencers, right? Like they've always had like silenced weapons. He's got the drop yeah. on on Sam's captor, and he decides to like jump down and like drop a guillotine elbow drop. Like not even a good uh, one, like really. Cowboy either. Bob Orton. Um, instead of just like shooting the guy, I don't know, just shoot him. You know, I mean, that, you was, I... that was wrestling. They knew they were after wrestling, so they wanted to give people a wrestling move. No, okay, this is a fair explanation. I can, I can accept. Well, it. And they also wanted Sam to throw out the line, "Kick his ass!" Yes. <laughs> yeah, beat him, beat him, Michael. It kick so his ass. He's like cheering like, him kick on. Kick his ass, and that's just it. That. That's all he says from the rest of the time. Can I bring this back oh, real quick? Yeah. When he's uh, scuba Weston. Oh, yeah. He gives yeah, a little speech about commandos, well. and he's all dressed in black, and he sneaks on the boat. commando yeah, speech. He sneaks on the ice. Like some people think they're commando. <laughs> um, he's, so he, he's scuba Weston, and he's sneaking on in this boat real quiet. And then he gets on board, and the loudest zipper sound effect you could ever imagine goes, which would have alerted every single person on that boat. It is Whoever did the sound effects, the Foley work or whatever, just stuck on this zip like so loud i was waiting for everyone to just turn around and just shoot <laughs> yeah, his ass. that's true but again uh that as long as he's outside of the cone of vision that works with sound too right you they know, all heard it they're like nah, must like have been if you nothing. don't press on the joystick too hard your footsteps won't be loud enough to register so right gotta, they noticed know, it but then they went back the to their uh um pacing back and forth in their set programmed yep. area they went well first the x the uh, question mark went over their head and they went yeah huh? can can one of you put over. that sound effect for metal gear in there metal gear solid yes. <laughs> they walk over and they stand there for like three seconds and go oh, guess, there's, <laughs> guess there's nothing here turn if only if only he had maybe a cardboard box to hide in from say casper mattress code word Doom hey. oh yeah those are, those are folks good. are you tired of going to the mattress store uh, just to get boxes <laughs> so um 
that, so they're gonna they're gonna do their rest. So they're rescuing. They're fighting. Mike kicks the dude's ass. Um, he, the guns comes out. He gets a bullet into him, and then this is like one of the like most stone cold sociopathic Michaels. Yeah. That I've seen, where he just Don't looks the guy him. right in the eye, and he's just like, eh, "Judging by where that bullet is, you either got a half hour, or if it's in the organs, I wouldn't make any plans." Yeah, it'd be like it's a hollow point or something. Oh too. yeah, it goes what type of ammo it was. Yeah. 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 And yeah, and he's just like, oh, I wouldn't make any future plans. And you're like, Jesus and Christ, just, yeah, and just you're dead, walks dude. right away to let this dude fucking bleed out. Fucking dead. Like, what a real, that's a fucked up way to go, man. Yeah, it's not great. It was kind well, of a surprising that he left him alive. Like, most spies, you shoot a guy, you're put, you put gotta him put down, him down. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. did like, blow up Double tap that guy in the skull, like, show some decency at least. Uh, maybe the show wasn't, it was airing too early for them to show that. Well, also this tracks because Michael's done some like horrible stuff to yeah. like his uh, his antagonist. Like he sent those guys to the CIA yeah. black site at one point. He fucking didn't he like set one up to be like a pedophile or something or something Jesus Christ. He like set um, him up like he framed somebody to get caught with something heavy. Oh no! Yeah, he usually he called the cops on them to like appear at the right time to make it seem like they were doing something. Yeah, yeah. And very the, uh, very very A team uh, feel to it. It's like can't kill anybody. This is the A team. Except right. for the international human trafficker who looked like Jordan Peterson. He let that guy get away. Yeah, he just let the worst, almost one of the worst crimes. Yeah, one of the worst bad guys he let walk. He's just like, well, continue to traffic women, I guess. Yeah, he's like, sorry. I got no problems with that. <laughs> well, he's like, yeah, being a spy when you're boarded in Saudi Arabia is a lot like... <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot like trafficking women. Is that what you're just I mean, to he, say? Jesus uh, Christ. you know, Michael's got a... Michael has a dark side, obviously. Like, just letting people... Yeah, that out it came out. Well, I mean, so, he's obviously killed people. He's in special forces. I mean, come on. He, he, he's his body count in this first season. Maybe that's what we'll do when we recap him. Well, yeah, know, I was and, thinking and of doing that. Maybe one of the things we'll do in between these seasons, Josh, is we'll look, we'll figure out Michael's body count because he killed a lot of people this season. Mm. That's yeah, just the people on the show. Oh yeah, Mother, po- folks get folks get dead. I mean, more people die because uh, they rescue Sam and then they run away and Fiona triggers all that uh, explosive mop. That, yes, the explosive mop. that explosive mop <laughs> that blew up the world's tiniest bridge that stopped all those men from jumping over uh, maybe three feet right. to get onto land. Right. <laughs> I mean, they were startled. They were just so startled at the awe and shock of the uh, of the mop bomb. And if yeah, you want to see a great the, gif of yeah. the mop bomb scene, please check out our yes. podcast at Burn Notice Pod. I, uh, I dropped a gif of Sam and Michael running away, and it's so good. I love it. Michael's yeah, that's face. the best. That's the best part of the episode. Bruce Campbell's expression when that bomb's oh my going God. off. Yeah, Sam running from the, the explosion is like. Here's another thing I want to bring up about this show, and I thought this really showed in this. Besides the characters of Michael, Fiona, and Sam, like, and what their tendencies are, I think it's pretty obvious that. Um, Gabrielle Anwar and Bruce Campbell are clearly having more fun at work than Jeffrey Donovan is. Oh, yeah, very much like, so. Because, yeah. like, I think in the way that they act, like, to him, like, it seems like they're always trying to, not only just for the character, but they're trying to, like, egg him on or, like, get a rise out of him in real life, too. Like, almost, like, playing against, like, he, it feels like he's, like, really serious and is, like, going to work to, like, get the job done and, like, do this job right. And, like, Gabrielle and uh, Bruce are just having fun and fucking off the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I think that's also the kind of characters that they are too, right? Like she's kind of mischievous, and yes. and he's like the goofy sort of uh, comic, you know, comic sidekick. Which, yeah, I think was one of the things that works about the everyone's dynamic is that um, there yeah. are there are real life parallels to like their working relationship too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it, it's it, it the balance is there. He plays the straight man, and then everybody else, everybody else around him is kind of you know. Yeah. It does play to like some him. things. I, I've heard Bruce Campbell say some, st- like tell a couple stories about like on set and about like 
like in the episode that Donovan has directed in later seasons and like how he is like a pretty serious guy on set. Okay. And, and Bruce okay. has admittedly said that he is not a serious guy on set. So oh, sometimes they like no have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. yeah. That's got to be fun. Yeah. I mean, working with Bruce Campbell has to be like, he looks like a guy that'd be like a, a fun guy to have around your set. So I wonder if, uh, I wonder if uh, the character, the Sam character has any like PTSD or like a concussion from being like, getting his ass kicked for like two days he was there for about a day or two right yeah, yeah like they, they were, were fucking him up, up. like at yeah. one point he spit a tooth out and just started laughing oh that happens a lot i lose teeth all the time yeah i'm always you know just dropping teeth out of my out of my mouth and spit. yeah you hockey goon yeah exactly yeah you <laughs> brush your teeth with cotton candy and everything's you know, good and i love after he spit his tooth out he was like oh that one hurt was it good for you? Yeah, I yeah. think anything. He had a lot of good. He had sorry. a lot of good interrogation. Anything he's been through on the yeah, show, yeah. he's been through far worse in his past life. So it's like none of this is that bad. It seems. Right. Yeah, he'd been tortured before. So yeah, he's yeah. already. He's, like he's already. Special forces. He's already riddled with PTSD. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that's why he's always drunk because he's numbing the pain through. Like he's got a like, and I've been watching the. I was telling you guys before we started the pod, I've been watching the Daniel Craig James Bond movies all weekend. Yeah. There's a lot of parallels with Sam X and uh, James Bond in like that uh, that previous life, like leading to uh, compensation through alcohol and womanizing. Well, I don't think go. he's definitely. Like, I think he's like, not the, bearing any pain. I think he's enjoying his life as much as humanly possible since he could go at any time. Right. I think he's, which is you know can be a can be a form of burying trauma in another way just by like uh, uh, over. I think the man just way. likes chicken. Yeah. Sure. Also, I mean, very good. <laughs> he just point. wants it. It was in the recap too of the previously. On. Yeah, they got the bucket of chicken out in the recap. <laughs> Had to have that bucket of chicken. Make me want to get the bucket of oh, chicken. Oh man! So, uh, so all is well. Our our day is saved, but Michael still has to uh, figure out uh, more answers. He needs answers. Yeah. So he's driving in the Cadillac and the spy caddy, and the OnStar thing comes on. And they're Sponsored like, by OnStar. Uh, are you sure you have OnStar? And he's like, I don't know. This doesn't seem like OnStar, but it's actually like the spy guys like telling him where to go. So he's like, uh, Sam, I need your Cadillac. Get the fuck out. Get out the car, bud. What a bro. So, Just let him, let him yep. use the so Cadillac. So Sam gets the boot from his own stuff. car. Sam has to go uh, go fuck himself. And uh, Michael drives to what I think is this. Is that the Seven Mile Bridge in the Keys? That's some sort of long bridge I think down so. in South Florida. I've been on that bridge, but I think so. Um, there's a few, it, I feel it like. It goes on some long bridge, and there's uh, uh, an 18-wheeler with uh, the back open and some tire ramps on it. And it uh, looks like uh, Michael's going to get in. And uh, that's where they leave us. Yeah, yeah, one. cliffhanger. Season one, boys. Season one in the books. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, you guys made it through the whole thing. Wow. We did it. We did Are, it. So, we're uh, intrigued. Are we intrigued for more? I damn sure am. Yeah, I kind of. I mean, it ends. The, I was noting like the season ends in a way where it's kind of like it, it, I feel like the next season could almost pick up and it would almost be like nothing in the first season mattered too much, you know. Like, it, it, was there any high-stakes things that really, really matter? I feel like, all right, the gang's back together. Maybe it did a couple... feel like a reset of sorts, didn't it? Yeah, it did, because it's like, well, now, all right, so he's still going to be looking for his burn notice. It's just a new person for next season. It's like... Well, a, it... uh, a, a uh, friend, Twitter follower, and listener um, did mention to me that, like, the first season is more, like, solving Case of the Week stuff than yeah. later stuff. The show does get more serialized. So that, that makes sense. sense. That kind makes of their sense. way to start getting us into that. It's a bad problem for our future guests. So I wonder who. Uh, I wonder what what uh, veteran uh, character <laughs> actor will play uh, the sultry voice on the other end of the phone. 
Oh, that's yeah. you know, I was for, thinking about that too. Mm. Like who that's gonna and you know what's funny is as I was listening to it, I was like, Man, this is this one this is the one that could have been Lucy Lawless and just kept yeah, coming true. back. Yeah, oh. that would be a great it just reveal. had more Lucy Lawless. That, that would have be been a great, great reveal. Oh, yeah. you know what's funny is I just accidentally looked up the uh, the uh, cast and crew for this episode, and I found out who it is. And how'd you oh. accidentally do that? And don't it's very it. very cool. It's don't a very, say it. I won't say it, but it's a, I like the answer a lot. Oh, oh cool. Very okay. exciting. All, All right. right, cool stuff. Uh, so let's rate this episode out of uh, ten blocks of C four plastic explosive. Or no, how about ten broom mop girlfriends? Ten broom mop girlfriends is even better. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I mean, I could go. Um, so I liked the last episode. It, I think I mirror a lot of the thoughts we had talked about that it felt a little odd for this one. You know, in a sense, it's kind of like the first part of this was uh, Avengers Infinity War. And this was the end game where it got more serious. Uh, no, I'm not going to compare this to MCU. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> but it was weirdly kind of disjointed. I liked it. The same interrogation scenes really carried it through. Broomob Girlfriend was fun. I think I got to give this one an eight out of ten. I right liked on. it. Eight, eight uh, broom mop girlfriends. Not a, not you know. If I'm fucking them, I won't make ten, but it, it'll be a, a nice nine. Me right and on, the bro- right on. Me and the broom mop girlfriends is what I'm saying. I'm fucking these mops, people. Dune boys, would you like to give your uh, your ratings? Uh, Jeff, why don't you go first, man? I'm gonna compare this to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. all right maybe i was on to something first episode really good i'll say that was the first avengers movie this movie or this movie this episode i'm gonna say age of ultron i think it was a little bit of a disappointment yeah but it felt very much like there's a third episode they just didn't say part two of three um much like the mcu it's never actually over Oh God! <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll give this uh, six mop girlfriends out of ten. Six mop girlfriends. Six mop girlfriends. 10. Nice. Great. great. Well, uh, d- looks like Dickie's muted, so I'll go. Um, I'm only gonna give it one mop girlfriend because one girlfriend's all you need. You guys are fucking sick. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Wow! Don't sh- don't you shame my polycule of mop girlfriends. All I need is one mop girlfriend who I will love and cherish deeply. Wow. wow! Really, not very 2020 of you. <laughs> uh, no, my my honest rating really. Um, I, I, that's it, it. Was about a seven for me. About a seven. Mop girlfriends out of ten. Uh, I liked the last, last one a lot, and I feel like they didn't follow it up with like the kind of like stake raising continuity from the last episode. It felt much more like the rest of the season, which uh, I was yeah, a little disappointed in myself. So, but 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 strong um, on its own merits. So I'll give it seven. Yeah, they should have got Chechik back for the second episode. Yes. Man. Because, like, there was a noticeable difference between the direction, like, in the two episodes. I wonder if there's oh, any contemporary like... examples about changing directors in the middle of a series yeah, not beat panning me out. To it, well, I know, that, I know that a lot of shows do the two-part end-of-year cliffhanger with a lot of different people. Like, a lot of the times it will be a different director for each episode. Yeah, but there, the there has to be, like, there has to be, like, a flow to it. Like, the flow wasn't right, so... So, yeah, I got to give that one, like, I'll give it a 5 out of 10 just because I liked watching Bruce Campbell get punched. Like, he knows how to take a punch. <laughs> yeah, it was a truly great scene. Like, he was having a lot of fun with it. And it was just, yeah, yeah, it was good shit. And the explosion scene with his expression in the explosion scene, I, I think, merits at least at least a couple of uh, of uh, mop girlfriends, for sure. I mean, Explosive if I were a mop, mop girlfriend, I would go out on a date with Sam X if he were running towards me like that. Exactly, exactly. And um, 
Yeah, and so yeah, I'd give it. Uh, yeah, I'd give it. I give it four. Four. Oh, you're going down one. Yeah. Did oh no, sorry, mop... five. Yeah. I'll, oh, I'll I was gonna say, five. did one of the mop girlfriends die or break up? <laughs> one of the mop girlfriends broke up with you, Joe, they while you were doing the review. Your mop girlfriend blew up the bridge. Oh God, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> well, mop girlfriend. Again, we were talking four. about people Epson wanting to kill themselves. Mop girlfriend. Yeah. Sorry, mop girlfriend. Wow, but that was season one. That is an entire season of a USA Network show, Bird Notice. There's yeah, a, for sure. There's that a was great, great review on it, but we're not going to read it because it is it's really long. long. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one too. Super but, not uh, going to do that. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, it was it was fun. Thanks, you know, thanks a lot for having us on. Dude it was boys. nice to nice to watch uh, something different and kind of get out of the, you know, get out of the comfort zone. I must admit, I haven't been watching much TV lately, so. Same, it was, actually. Um, it was nice to uh, kind of take a break from uh, watching movies and uh, playing video games to uh, watch some. We appreciate you uh, wading back into these very, very cultured waters with us. And surviving, you know? I mean, like, not a lot of people can take a bullet and finish a podcast episode. It's, it's great stuff. I'm glad you had a copy of Jordan Peterson's best-selling book, 12 Rules for Life, in your pocket. <laughs> exactly. He's a lifesaver. Dude, yep. boys. Now, you could have been slayed, but at least you slayed your personal dragon of chaos by cleaning your room, bucko. Uh, exactly. That's, Before that's, anybody that's shoots you again, would you guys like yeah. to tell our listeners where they can find you? Well, I was about to say, I, I wonder why I was shot. Was I shot because of burn notice? Like, did or, I get, did, did someone take out a hit on old Dickie because I was watching burn notice and I might learn too much about spying? This is the mystery that mm. um, I guess our listeners can solve by uh, checking out the Doom Boys. Exactly. So yeah, check out Dune Boys podcast. We're on Buzzcast Network, and um, yeah, we have a lot of fun over there. And uh, yeah, we'll have to get you guys on again sometime soon. I would love to. I'm like I know you guys have talked about the uh, the Dune Book Club, and I'm very excited to be welcoming to the Dune universe. It's Please do. I will add with you. I've always wanted to uh, dip my toes into, and now that I know that there's experts around to help guide me, I feel much more confident. I read it last year for the first time. I'm rereading it for the uh, book club, and I got to say, I think I like it even more. Wow, second time, second time around, even better. Because the, I'm not questioning many of the, like all the words are more familiar to me. Everything's kind of flowing better. I feel like. Okay, okay, I hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you um, guys probably from from talking to me on this podcast have learned that I really dig lore. I love me some lore, and that that series feels like it has tons and tons of lore. Uh, yeah. And that's I'm, sign me up. <laughs> oh, buddy, we got some lore for you. Oh, I'm a lore guy. All right. Um, Do you also wash your dishes? Paul? I mean, occasionally, when necessary. Oh, okay. Well, you know, if you ever do, they're they're also the Dish Boys. Also the Dish Boys. Indeed. Any uh, social medias? Where can they find you on the socials? Uh, I'm just at Act Dick Killjoy and uh, Jeff. Uh, just find me under his Twitter. I'll probably comment <laughs> on some of his stuff. <laughs> Folks, like alphabet pizza. This is a podcast about spies. You got to get out there and do some goddamn recon. Exactly. <laughs> got to keep an eye in the sky. That's Just right. uh, go to at Dune Boys Pod. You'll find stuff there. Yeah, Dune Boys Pod. You can check that out. Awesome. There's all kinds um, of fun happening over there. Hell yeah. You can uh, you can find me um, on Twitter, at TV and definitely on Twitch, twitch.tv slash thickflare. We brought back the late night wrestling streams. We're doing some uh, goofy shit late at night and poisoning our brains with professional wrestling. Please come and join me there. Um, what else are we doing? That's about it. Josh, where can they find you? Where can they find us? You can find us at Burn Notice Pod on Twitter and also burnafternoticing at gmail.com if you'd like to send a comment, a question, a dog photo, a cat photo, 
But I'd also like is uh, between between seasons here. If you guys have any questions for us or anything you'd like us to read in our between season yeah. episodes, maybe or anything you want us to talk or if you, if you have any theories you want to share and want to hear our thoughts on uh, anything like that at all, uh, send that in to us. We'll uh, maybe we'll put it together for an episode if we get enough feedback. Good. So wait, what are you guys gonna do on the uh, on the between season episodes? Are you gonna mm-hmm. do like other things that maybe ac- other actors from this show have been featured in? That would be fun. We've considered that, especially with Bruce Campbell. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Bruce Campbell takes you in so many different directions. Yeah, exactly. Love that. And I, I bought the uh, the fix, the first book of the Burn Notice books. So oh, fun, so we fun. Have the, the Bur- and then we also have some DVD special features. I bought, yeah, I bought some like DVDs that. with some commentaries and some special features. So there's some wow. good stuff there. Wow, the topics are endless. Yeah, They're so we're going to be getting deep into it. So it's not just the show, so please stay tuned. Please stick with us. We're not going to start Season 2 with our next episode. We're going to do some uh, some other bonus fun stuff for you. Uh, so please uh, continue to uh, tune in to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or uh, Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts. Give us five stars. Review the uh, the episodes. Say nice things. We'll read them. We'll appreciate them. We'll get happy about them. Um, and we'll continue to thank you going into 2020 as we get into season two of Burn Notice and beyond. And I'm shaking bakey on Twitter and say that. Yeah, Shake and Bakey on Twitter. Also, twitch.tv slash Shake and Bakey. Yeah, tune in this Saturday, but it'll be this Saturday when this episode, the, the most upcoming Saturday. I'm going to be doing another all-day stream, so come hang out. Absolutely. Come oh, hang out fun. with us. I'll be in chat. Um, Irish Mario might be in Discord. You never know who's going to pop okay, up. Bring your Donkey Kong characters, because we're playing Donkey Kong Country, baby. Woo! I, w- I want to meet that Irish Mario and ask him some goddamn questions. <laughs> oh, he's got answers. <laughs> Very he's elusive. He's got answers. Uh, So, again, thank you all so much. Thank you to the Doom Boys for coming with us. And for the last time for Season 1, don't get burned.